This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So what do we need more of in Major League Baseball? For us, we need more winners. So let's go down the slate today and see if we can fix them. Let's start in Tampa Bay. The Rays squaring off with the Marlins. We've got Tampa Bay minus 165, Miami plus 140, Total of seven and a half runs. Sandy Alcantara goes for the Marlins today. He's three and nine with a 4.70 ERA, uh, facing mm-hmm. Zach Eflin, who's 11 and five with a 3.36 ERA. Jenks, uh, both these teams are kind of trending in the wrong direction. The offenses have kind of fallen off a cliff. What is your initial take on Marlins and Rays? I am tempted. I don't think I'm going to do it, but I'm very tempted to take the Rays on the money line. I think the juice is worth the squeeze here. This is a simple handicap, which is the way I like it. Let's just strip the name off of Sandy Alcantara's jersey for a second because on the road this season, he has been pedestrian at best, Chelsea. 2-5, and five, a 4.91 ERA. As for Zach Eflin, this is when you have to back him. At home this season, he's 10-1. and 10-1 and one with an ERA of 2.10. The Rays are also... 20 and two in their last 22 against the Marlins, including eight in a row. Thanks for Matt. Thanks to Matt for putting that in the chat. I think you just go raise money line here. I think that's the play that kind of stands out to me as well. Um, but minus 165, I don't think it's going to make the card for me. The other play yeah. I was looking at, and I kind of hinted at it, was the fact that these offenses have not found their stride this month. In fact, both of these offenses ranking the bottom 10 of OPS of all teams across Major League Baseball in the last month, which is kind of shocking because at one point, the Marlins were raking, and at the start of the season, the Rays' offense was the best in baseball. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure what's happened to the Rays when it comes to their sticks, but you look at the under. It's been hot for both of these teams. You look at the Marlins over uh, their last eight games, or excuse me, uh, their last six games, the under is hitting five of the last six for Miami, seven of the last eight for Tampa Bay. So until these bats come back, I think that the under is probably worth a look. I would bump it up to eight just to be a little safer. But yeah. uh, I'm not sure if I want to trust Sandy Alcantara to keep it close to the vest here because it is the low total. So maybe it's not going to make the card for me. But I would lean towards the under in that one. Let's go to Milwaukee Brewers and Reds here. We've got Cincinnati plus 120, Milwaukee minus 145, total of eight and a half. Uh, we've got Ben Lively uh, going for the Red Legs today, four and five with a 3.88 ERA, facing Freddie Peralta, who's six and eight with a 4.72. ERA. Jenks, this is one of those games where the pitcher stats are a little misleading because I still think Mm -hmm. Freddie Peralta is the much better pitcher here. And you see that reflected in the line of this game Mm -hmm. overall as Milwaukee favorites here. But again, it's hard for me to count out Cincinnati each and every game. Yeah. I I feel the same way. I I think I'm going to go over eight and a half here. And I'm, I'm not going to play this. This is just a lean for me. And I'm with you. Freddie Peralta is definitely the better pitcher, but he hasn't been great. He did pitch six innings of one-hit ball against the Reds back on July 15th. But I was looking back, Chelsea, he has not put together back-to-back quality starts since the first week of May. It has been a while. Ben Lively has given up less than three runs in each of his five starts, but he's gone five innings or less in each of those four starts. So he will eventually or very quickly turn things over to that Reds bullpen. I'm going to lean over eight and a half here. 
I wouldn't fault you on that. I think I'd still lean towards the Brewers, though, because if you look at Freddie Peralta's last three starts, I think the the problem with Freddie Peralta over the last few years is that he is kind of inconsistent. Mm-hmm. But his bad start out of those three starts was against the Braves. Like, are we going to fault him for giving up six earned runs to probably the best offense in baseball? Like, I'm not, because yeah. his other two starts were pretty solid. Six shutout, like you said, against the, the Reds back on the 15th of July, uh, and also really good against the Cubs. Had 10 strikeouts and only gave up three earned runs over five and a third uh, against Chicago back on July the 6th. So I think I'm leaning towards the Brew Crew here. But again, I feel like the Reds are always dangerous. So that makes it tough for me to want to back Milwaukee at kind of a long price here. Or I should say a short price uh, at minus 145. Let's go to the other Chicago team. Or I don't know where I got that transition from. Uh, anyways, Cubs and White Sox. Uh, the both both of the Chicago teams here. Uh, we've got the Cubs minus 120. White Sox even money. Total of nine runs. My nemesis, Lance Lynn, gets the the start here for the Chicago White Sox. He's six and nine with a 6.18 ERA facing Marcus Stroman, who's 10 and seven with a 3.09 ERA. Jenks, Marcus Stroman, I think has fallen out of the circle of trust just a little bit, but I mm-hmm. still think he's more trustworthy than Lance Lynn. I that I agree with you completely. I'm going to take Cubs on the first five money line today. I'm going to play this at minus 120 because it's a cheap price, and you're right. Marcus Stroman has not been great. In July, ERA of 6.20. However, on the road this year, ERA of 3.11, and Lance Lynn, has been Lance Lynn this season. Coming off a shellacking by the Twins, gave up eight hits, six runs, six and two-thirds innings, and also any split you look at, home, away, whatever it is, the Cubs have the advantage here hitting-wise. So, yes, Marcus Stroman has struggled, but if you can get him in the first five at minus 125, which you can, you got to take it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, it has to be the Cubs, I think, for me. The other play I was kind of looking at was the over because the Cubs have been hot to the over as of late. And if you're expecting a Lance Lynn blow up, which, you know, he's kind of prone to doing, uh, maybe you can get an over here. Uh, It looks like the total is eight and a half, though, which means you probably got to get nine runs. If it was an eight, I think I would play this. But nine, I think, is a little too rich for me. Uh, But if you look at the Cubs, they've been a team that's been hot to the over as of late they fit the over in 10 of their last 13 games uh the the white Sox haven't been quite as hot to the over but still the bats have come alive at least a little bit more than they had at the start of the season so i think the over is the play for me uh in that one if you could get an eight but uh, right now it's sitting at nine so maybe if it drops down uh, a little bit. Uh, let's go to Philadelphia Orioles and Phillies here. Baltimore, even money. Philadelphia, minus 120. Total of nine runs. It's been a great series so far. The Phillies winning that one last night in walk-off fashion. Today, it's Kyle Bradish who gets the start for the O's. He's 6-5 and five with a 3.05 ERA, opposing Ranger Suarez, who's 2-5 and five with a 4.07 ERA. Jenks, is it the O's for you once again? Yes, I love the Orioles here. I see money coming in on Philly. Whatever. I don't care. I've made some minus money plays. Need some even money on the card. Let's get it with Baltimore. Kyle Bradish has been solid on the road this season. 3-2 and two, a 3.72 ERA. He's also given up two runs or less in each of his last seven starts. His ERA has dropped by a full point during that time. Ranger Suarez has not been good when pitching at home. 
0-2, a 5.64 ERA. He's given up at least three runs in each of his last four outings. I know they lost last night, but the Orioles still have one of the best pins in baseball. I think this price is a gift. Orioles money line. Let's go. I like the Orioles, too. There is a reason why they are the most profitable team in all of baseball, which means if you bet on the Orioles every single day of the season on the money line, you would be up the most money of any team in all of baseball. So at even money, it's still a great lineup. And plus, this is one of their better pitchers. Uh, Kyle Bradish, like you said, has been excellent for uh, the O's this year, especially in his last three. He's been pretty solid. So I think this is the time to play the Orioles when you get them at even money. And also, they've been a good road team. So why not take a little risk on the Baltimore Orioles, who I do believe will be the best team in the AL East come the end of the season. Tampa Bay Rays, you better watch out. There might be a new king in the AL East. (laughs) For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.